Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. F U T. T T. Interview. Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com, your number one independent foot podcast. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. It is Friday, July the 14th, and the countdown is very much on to EAFC 24. All the bells and whistles have been deployed, all the glitz and glamour as EA Sports unleash the next iteration, the new generation of footballing games. We're going to get into all of the features that have been announced. We're going to ask some of the questions that maybe haven't been answered just yet and much, much more. Now, don't worry, we're still going to touch on a little bit of FIFA 23 content as well. I'd like to say joining me for tonight's show is Talking Foot, aka John. John, good evening. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me, mate. And we are joined by the producer with the Moosa. I've really bodged that one, but it's Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, hello. Hi, Dan. Nice to meet you, Matt. Trying to trying to rhyme something with producer is uh, is not easy. <laughs> I think John usually goes producer seducer. Producer seducer, that's the one. <laughs> See there you go. I'm losing yeah. my touch. I've not done a show in two or three weeks, Jack. I think we've time to stay PG. <laughs> well, yeah. there we go. There we go. Right, look, plenty to get into. EAFC hot, the hot topic. Right now, let's just dig in. Before we get into all of the features and nuts and bolts, just very quickly, John, starting with you, what was your overall impression from what we have seen so far from EA? 43, 44-minute video for five minutes of information. Yeah, it's all to come. The deep dives is where all the information will come. It was all glam. It was all glitz. It was very little detail. Kyle, did it have you reaching for your wallet and putting in your details to get that pre-order in? I, I, I must admit, I've not seen the uh, the video. I have seen the trailer, but it's certainly not making me rush to, to buy the game. I'm going to wait until we get a bit more information, as, as John said, in looking forward to the deep dives. We've seen little bits through the trailer that what EA are planning with the new game, and some of it looks really, really good, and I'm sure we'll go into it. But uh, yeah, I'm not rushing for my uh, pre-order just yet. Right, well, let's dig into exactly why uh, we are feeling the way we are about this game. So some of the big key details, I mean, this is one we've discussed on podcasts throughout kind of the last six months. It's been sort of rumoured for a long time. The main sort of headline feature that people seem to be latching onto is the introduction of women's players into foot mode. EA have confirmed it will all be one together. So it'll be the same mixed mode. You play with men and women in weekend league and all sorts of things. So it is, they've gone straight into a big full-on mix. Um, John, I'm going to start with you. Your initial reaction when you finally saw that confirmed? Um, I think it was expected. I think that's how I sum up. Kyle? Yeah, as expected. Personally, I think this is a really good move. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, they've uh, promised six new leagues plus heroes and icons. So lots of new players. They've you know touted this as the biggest single injection of players into Ultimate Team since the mode was created. So look... This is a fantastic thing for for, for for all players, really, getting getting to experience a whole new set of players, getting to learn about them. The devil will, of course, be in the detail, and I absolutely understand those people that are concerned about things like physics. But look, the key thing is here is that suddenly now everybody has choice. If you don't want to use women players, for whatever your reason is, you don't have to use them. 
You're not going to be forced to use them, at least as far as we can tell. So look, you will still be able to play the game your way. And look, if this brings in a new audience, if this helps inspire a new generation of players, if this gives, you know, I've got two daughters myself, if this gets to the stage one day where they want to be playing Ultimate Team because they can use their favourites, you know, a Fran Kirby icon grew up down the road from me in Reading. Absolutely fantastic. So look, I, I can understand why there's some trepidation about it, but look, more choice is a good thing as far as I am concerned. So the other key things that we have seen so far, I think we can broadly put this under the good category chats. Feel free to, to nudge me if, if we're wrong here. Crossplay has been extended. So, you, and crucially, the one that everyone's been asking for, pro clubs. So if you've got an Xbox, if you've got PC, uh, as long as you're on the same generation, you can now play pro clubs team together you can also play in rivals and friendlies and squad battles the only thing that's not going to be uh co-op and cross is, is weekend league that is still just going to be single player but i mean carl I, i'm someone that's played a lot of co-op with my friend on xbox loads of people in the foot and review discord are on playstation i'm it's great as far as i'm concerned i'm going to be able to hop on with one of you guys and say oh yeah no, let, let's get that objective done or let's play a few rivals games yep certainly i'm really really happy about this I, I think generally in the community we've got a really good mix of playstation xbox and i think some pc players i'm not, not even sure about that but certainly the more we can connect the um, tournaments that we run the the interconnectivity that we all have that's just really going to help that you know, certainly the members of our community in the Discord are going to certainly feel the, the benefit of that. One thing I'm really looking forward to and something I've not been able to participate much in this year is pro clubs. Being able to cross-play on pro clubs is such a such a huge win for me. I, I really like the pro clubs. Setup, it's a lot of fun. You get a bunch of mates together. You get a team together. It's just, just really casual, really good gameplay. Um, I've not been able to enjoy that as much this, much this year, but certainly looking forward to it next year. Yeah, and apparently career mode also going to have co-op as well. So look, if you don't want to go through the grind of Ultimate Team, you just hop straight into a career mode and go through there. So I'm, I might even, I've not dabbled really in career mode since I've come back to FIFA for Ultimate Team. So I might even give that a dabble. Um, another thing that I've kind of put in the good category um, is the fact that this game is being listed as Peggy 16. Now, a lot of people will say, whoa, well, you know, why, why is it going to be Peggy 16? What kind of racy content are we getting? <laughs> and as far as we can tell, John, this seems to be more of a preventative measure from EA because the, the, the strong speculation is that the EU and other governing bodies are going to introduce stricter age limits for games with in-game purchases. Um, not just specifically talking about loot boxes, but anything you can basically buy in-game. So as far as I can tell, John, this is just seems to be EA protecting themselves if some legislation comes in. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I think they're future-proofing themselves and um, just aligning themselves for the market. If we move on to some of the more divisive things that have been released so far from this game announcement, the big one that a lot of people, including myself, have been really frustrated with, Carl, is the price increase. Now, this game, if you are from the UK, it will now cost you £70 or 69.99 for the standard edition. That is up about £10 from last year, and a similar £10 increase for the Ultimate Edition, which is now £99.99. Just on that basis alone, Carl, any, you know, is that is that whole £10 rise enough to put you off at all, or is it kind of understandable with everything that's been going on in the world? I think, I think it's understandable with everything going on in the world. Certainly, price of video games have gone up exponentially since I started playing. I do remember you could get a game for... £20, so now you're looking at £50, £60, so certainly the, it's not a new thing for 
games to increase in price. I think getting over 100 mark for, well, near enough the 100 mark for the Ultimate Edition, that's pushing it. That That's going to be a really good good offer. And I have seen some murmurings that the offer isn't as good for next year. I'm not confirmed those, but yeah, there's a few murmurings that that's not quite as, as good as it has been. So yeah, I think in line with a lot of things getting more expensive, fine, but that's probably a wider systemic issue rather than just related to, to FIFA. But yeah, certainly it's making me think in terms of uh, whether that game's worth £100. And what we're seeing at the moment in the current game as well is the life cycle of the game. Yes, it does go for the full 12 months, but certainly seeing now the players drop off and it's whether you're getting value for money at whatever level you buy the game at now. Yeah, John, uh, Chris, aka Grandpapa Mac, made a good point in the Discord. He was sort of saying, well, if you look at it in the fact of if you know play this game, even if you drop off at Tots, if you play this game for nine months and you spent £100, it's still, you know, what, £11, £12 a month, which I'm sure a lot of people would be play- paying for something like Amazon Prime or Netflix or something like that. So from an hour's spent to value for money, does it still seem worth it? Probably, yes. But I think like everything else, when you've got a budget and you're paying for... I'm just going to throw things out. EA Play or PlayStation Play or Microsoft Live, whatever it, whatever package you're using, you've got your Sky, you've got your broadband, you've got your mobile phone package, you've got your gas, your electricity, your mortgage, you've got your food that's going through the roof, you're paying for games, you're paying... Somewhere along the line, you've got to look at everything and go, is that a £100 game? Now, I've had... I'll be honest, I'm quite comfortable financially. Right, I'm in a very lucky position, um, but even I'm saying to my good lady, hundred pounds this year. This might be the first time I don't buy the ultimate edition because the difference of thirty pounds per game. Can I justify that? Probably I could because it's just it's spending money. But there's something that sticks in the back of my throat that says, as Kyle says, you're talking a hundred pounds for a game. A hundred pounds. That's mad. Yeah. It is. It is a lot, and I'm exactly the same boat. It's there's something psychological. I think Carl, you, you you sort of touched on this as well. There's something psychological about that hitting that hundred pound barrier, where you're just kind of like, eh. and the more I've learned about the game as well, the more I realise. And we'll go into the. I I, I won't jump the gun because we'll go into the 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 standard versus premium uh, or ultimate edition. Sorry perks in just a second but i do sit there and think oh you know is that is the stuff i'm getting really worth 30 pounds anymore um but the other thing that's really sticks at me a little bit kyle is the difference for different markets now this game is going to cost us 69.99 and 99.99 in pounds if you go to the united states it is 69.99 in dollars and 99.99 also in dollars now if you convert that over they're effectively getting the game for £53 and £76. Now, back in the day, I could justify that as well. You know, local pricing, tax, VAT, yada, 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 on physical copies. You know, they've got to, they've got to make their margins. I'm sure stores are wanting to charge more. But for a digital-only product, I find it really hard for EA to be justifying quite a significant price difference just based on market yeah i i think i think that's that's really reasonable down like certainly from the way i play fifa 23 it's not a physical copy it's a digital one so i'm not paying for a 
a box, a disc, a, you know, travel to and from the store, that store holding the stockpile of games. Not, none of that is being paid, you know, paid for by the uh, by the developer EA. It, it's a lot of it is, is trans, you know, it's transaction based. So I'm going through Xbox and I'm purchasing the game as a digital version. I'm not paying for any of that stuff where you get a, a physical a physical disc so logistics wise and transportation and everything that goes into make sure the game arrives on the shelves that's not required for for that for that purchase so certainly for me that it's a strange one I, I don't know whether ea have got some motive in the american market that they want to take advantage of but certainly for our conversion rate it's 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 a it's a disadvantage for us to be paying the the sort of same equivalent numerical value to what that converts to in, in dollars. Sure, maybe they're just expecting the currency to crash even more, which uh, given the current economic and political situation in the UK is entirely possible. Dan, you, you know, as well as I do, there's, there's, there's a wee bit of um, financial market manipulation here, if you're honest, guys, right? If you have, if you're number one in a market, so football is European, predominantly, that's not true, but just take that as a base, right? There's a premium for that. So the example I will use, Red Bull charge more than Monster because they're number one. Coke charge more than Pepsi because they're number one. So if you're the number one in the market, you can charge more. If you're not the number one game in that market, you can discount it because you're not the number one. It's basic um, corporate greed, manipulation, market, whatever way you want to discuss it. So you can offset in a market where you're not dominant and, and charge more in a market where you are dominant. And I think that's probably big picture. What's happening here is games really dominant in Europe, they can charge a premium. It's maybe not the biggest game in America, so they will subsidise it ever so slightly. The only thing that's actually going to dissuade EA from going down a certain strategic route is to not buy it. Now, if it turns out that hitting this £100 barrier in the UK stops people buying the ultimate edition well, well guess what that will that will not be it will not be a hundred pounds next year they will drop the price down if they suddenly notice oh actually more people are now going for the standard version and we're not making our money back so that's the un- unfortunately like you say john because they're that market leader and we've talked about this ever since i've started hosting foot in review ea are a monopoly and for as long as they're a monopoly and there is no comp- there's no easy place for somebody else to go, you know, eFootball, whatever, you know, goals coming out and all these, you know, games in this pipeline, they're not here or they're or in eFootball's case, they're not anywhere near as established and good enough. You know, EA are free to charge this. So it's up to the, each individual just to say, okay, I've hit my limit. I don't want to pay that much for the game or I will wait till, I don't know, Christmas till it's discounted in game or whatever. And then hop in and again what i will say to that is the fact that lots of people have shown this year you can pick up the game at pretty much any time kyle and still build yourself a team so if you know times are tough and we absolutely you know it should be understandable not everyone can afford that money if you do want to wait for a discount or for a black friday or something you know people should be doing that yeah absolutely and i i think this this i want to make a point around xbox give the the game out through game pass I think it came out in April. That's 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 completely free if you've got Xbox Game Pass. Why 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 do you need to pay for pay for the game um hundred pounds? I mean, you can get it 
you know, six months later, seven months later for absolutely nothing. It's just included as part of the overall package of, of games you, you get. And certainly for me, that, that uh, if you're at that sort of incline where you will pick the game up a bit later, just wait for it to come out on, on Game Pass. And if you're an Xbox user, I'm sure PlayStation do do some uh, something similar. But for, for me, you can, you're absolutely right, Dan. You can, you can pick the game up a couple of months later for half price in some cases and you know be up with the power curve team of the year team of the season absolutely no problem uh i've seen i've seen lots of people do do road to glories particularly through through tots and they just pick the game up and they've got a similar level team that i've been playing with you know all year for you know two three weeks work and i think i think the other point that i wanted to make as well is in-game currency means that we're not just paying that hundred pounds we can be potentially paying an awful lot more through FIFA point sales. So if you think about it, that the actual value of the game is not just that face value for what you're paying on the on the actual release or even that ultimate edition. There is a lot more money monetary value that potentially you can put into the game than even just before you've uh, before you've uh, even kicked a ball. Yeah, let's put it like that. Absolutely, and I think the other thing as well that. I mean, it's. I don't want to say this is taboo. It's not taboo, but but John, it's almost something that's been lost by the wayside. There is nothing to stop you still playing FIFA 23, especially in the first few months of this next game. There is still there are still people out there playing FIFA 21 and FIFA 22. The game doesn't. It's not like EA shut the servers off the day the new game comes out. If you've got a team and you're happy with it and you just enjoy the gameplay and playing rivals and things like that. Yeah, you know, it's going to take you slightly longer to get games. There's no weekend league, but there's nothing to stop people if they're just actually enjoying FIFA, this FIFA as a game. Just carry on. No, exactly. That's the problem. But like everything, the new iPhone is out, the new Galaxy phone is out. <laughs> people want the new toy, and that's all that it is. I want the new version. I want to play with the new one. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I just don't want people to feel like I have to have this. I have to have this. Um, because I said everybody's financial situation is different and it's a long time. But look, we, we've got a few months till this comes out. Let's rattle through what you do get if you do pre-order. So the standard version comes with pre-order bonuses, including a cover star loan player item, a male ambassador loan player item, a female ambassador loan player item, a club play style slot, a player career personality point, and manager career five-star coach. Now, I believe the last three of those all are not foot related so i won't dive too much into those um but if you order the ultimate edition and this is before august 22nd you get an untradeable uefa champions league or uefa women's champions league ultimate team hero item in brackets on november the 27th so that is two months after the game comes out uh you also and this will be the key thing i think that that drives a lot of these ultimate uh edition sales you get up to seven days of early access so you can start playing on september the 22nd so a full week before the standard edition comes out you also get 4600 fc points they are no longer fifa points they are called fc points you get access to a nike campaign in ultimate team beginning on september the 22nd we'll come come out to that one in a minute you get a nike ultimate team campaign loan player item for 24 games you get a nike by ea sports fc ultimate team kit you get an untradeable team of the week from team uh, from the first week. 
uh, in Ultimate Team. And of course, you get everything that is bundled in with the standard edition. John, am I jumping the gun to say I think it's that seven days of early access that will be tempting most people to, to part with that extra 30 quid? Yeah, there's two things. There's literally early access and the 4,600 FC points. After that, the rest of it, for genuine players, I would say Kyle probably backed up. It doesn't really make any difference. Your hero card last year, he got Cole, Joe Cole. He was out your team as quick as he was in your team. The one to watch, you tend to get a 79, an 80, an 81. Never, ever gets an upgrade. People are in it for the early access and the FIFA points. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I agree with that, John. Certainly, it's it's very limited what you get outside of that. I think I'm not only interested, as you say, in the ones to watch or the team of the week. I think we've seen as well this year, the power curve is never-ending. So these cards are like month into into the game and then they're out your team. They're not, they're not long cards. So think about that. A lot of this is starting out potential it's not it's not longevity and it's certainly not going to last you all the way into into the end of the game cycle as well so yeah for, for me if you're going to pre-order it, it, the uh, ultimate edition it is for those two items alone um which is the is the fc points and it's the early access but yeah do do ask yourself you know if that if that's worth what what you're paying and potentially uh, uh getting access to yeah, because you know, as John said, you can quite easily get a very duff hero, uh, and the, and everybody knows the gamble with uh, with FIFA points. You can be rich beyond your wildest dreams and set yourself up for the rest of the game, or you can uh, pack a load of eighty threes and just be sat there thinking, why, oh why. Um, the thing I wanted to pick up on was this access to a night campaign ultimate team beginning September twenty second. Now. This looks like it might be, Kyle, the first time that EA have put a promo, a big promo anyway, behind a paywall. Do Now, again, the two schools of thought is, number one is, well, I'm paying 30 quid more, good for me. The other one is, oh, I thought this game wasn't pay to win. Or is there a, a sort of middle ground? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested to know a bit more about what actually the Nike campaign is and whether EA are going to go down the route of a lot of games now where they have certain sponsorships or certain in-game items from different areas, different social media, different movies, things like that that we've seen all across different genres of games that whether EA are now starting to explore this, but certainly this is the first time that I've been playing Ultimate Team and I've still got my founder badge on, that the there is a kind of a, a paywall of a, of a certain campaign. Now, whether that's going to be worth it and what the Nike campaign is going to include, that for me is very, very ambiguous. There's not enough detail there. Certainly, I want to know certainly what that campaign is going to look like whether it's going to be a week two weeks a month is it going to be any bonuses as part of that just very unclear to me at the moment what actually you're getting for that extra 30 pounds that you're paying over the over the standard edition well it's interesting you mentioned that foot founder status carl you will be losing that uh, mm-hmm. they've announced a reset so again i think i think you have to play by oh, i think was it October or November, I think, John, to get your EAFC founder yes, status. Yeah, that's it. Founder's gone, EA, 
founder and or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Again, that just doesn't sit just doesn't sit right with me. I mean, maybe it's like a. It's obviously they're they're making a break, totally losing everything to do with FIFA. So, unfortunately, that's the downside it goes, which I think is a bit harsh for genuine long term players like yourself, Kyle. Yeah, I, I've actually I've actually feel quite quite touched by that. Al, I'm not I'm not happy about that. I wouldn't be either. I'm not happy. He's booking his flight to Vancouver. <laughs> He's got his his placard ready. He's gonna be protesting. Yeah, no, and I think I think certainly, you know, as you as you said, Johnny, they're make, they're making a clean break with from the game, and if they're getting rid of anything to do with FIFA, and we certainly see it on the branding of the trailer now. It's called UT Ultimate Team. It's not foot anymore. So, but even sort of turn to check, but even in the in-game games when you play now, the billboards around the game are all EA twenty. You know, the EA logo, not the FIFA foot logo. So they've been at it for a while. Yeah, we, they've been preparing us for this moment. It's uh, it's not a shock. Uh, look, let's move into a couple of things where, again, a, a bit like this night promo, we kind of need some more information, really. Um, gents, I don't know about you, but I I was a massive fan of Hypermotion 3 and Hypermotion 4. What Hypermotion <laughs> engines they were. And they were so good that I blinked and I missed them. Um, because we have gone straight to Hypermotion 5. Yeah, but that's... We're in Hypermotion 5 now. Dan, that's just a play of words because it's volumetric capture. It's the terminology they're using, hence they're taking the V for volumetric and making it Hypermotion V. They've just... Five. Yeah. They've just pressed random in a thesaurus. <laughs> right. uh, Absolutely, but yeah, that's what they've dumped. They've dumped you're right, they've skipped 3 and 4, gone to V, but not numeral 5, just for volumetric. Yeah, I mean, look, Hypermotion 3 and Hypermotion 4 have gone to the same place as the Xbox 2 through 359. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, but look, all jokes aside, they're promising uh, lots of new animations and things that, that will all it'll all come out in the wash when the game comes out. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, but the, another big change that, that should have a bigger fundamental impact is this whole new trait system. They're calling it play styles. Uh, the, the blurb they've come out with is optimized by real world up to data and data from other sources. Play styles dimensionalizes athletes going beyond overall ratings to bring to life the on-pitch abilities that make players special. Each play style affects gameplay, giving players unique capabilities you'll see and feel that makes their way of playing more authentic. Now, John, the first thing that I saw on this um, and immediately just made me laugh was someone on Twitter just put, everyone will just put all their stats into pace. <laughs> pace is always king. Pace so. is always king. Now, but look, let's let's give this. You know, we try to be positive as much as we can here on Foot in Review. Let's give this the positive trait. If this does allow for greater customization of your gameplay and your players, this on paper sounds like a good thing. Devil is in the detail. I mean, yes. But if the detail is good, if they do what they say, does it excite you? Yes and no, because. Uh, Cynical hat on. A team of the week is better. An inform is better than the base card, right? So when you upgrade this card through whatever way you upgrade it, where does it sit? How long does it sit? When can you upgrade it next? How do you upgrade it? That's what I'm saying. De- devil's in the detail. At the minute, anything that lets you improve a card is great. Anything that lets you customize a card is great. It's just how does it all work? Carl, do you trust EA to put in a system that won't be immediately found out by 
the gameplay base. Um, you know, do you think that this will be dynamic enough to allow, you know, I just joked about, oh, everyone will just put their, their traits or whatever in various dribbling and pace. But do you trust EA to have balanced this enough that that, will, that that will be stopped? Or do you just think that actually all that's going to happen is there will be three or four overpowered traits that everyone will just go ham on? I, I think, I think firstly, everyone's going to look at all the new traits and very quickly work out which ones are the best ones to use for attack, midfield, defence, goalie. I think what I would really like EA to get a good hold of is the variability of players. So we've seen now with the positions that you can make, you know, someone a winger to a centre attacking mid. Okay, then I would like EA to give us those cards to be able to customise them depending on those positions and those stats and really vary, give us variation in terms of whether I want to play a certain player at cam, like take my uh, and take Neymar as an example. I want to play Neymar at cam or I want to play him at left wing. Play being able to change those stats and that play style depending on where you want to play them will be absolutely something I want to see. But I think do think very quickly people will work out what's the best way and what's the best um, play style for this left winger or, or striker. I do think a lot of it though is counteracted by what we see as custom tactics and. A lot of time now, we are going to a separate custom tactics of what we line up for chemistry reasons at the start of the game. So I wonder how much this is actually going to change that. Because if I can play whatever position I want, starting formation, then just switch them over in custom tactic like I can do now. Doesn't really matter what play style I've got on there. I'll just find the best ones and I'll just play with them. Yeah, look, as John said, the devil is very much in the detail. I mean, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I, I do like the idea. I mean, the way they've pitched it here makes, as you said, Carl, the idea of being able to to craft my perfect winger version of Neymar or my perfect striker version of Neymar. Or... But, but will that come, sorry, Dan, will that come from you crafting? Because when you read the notes, it's uh, playstyles, I can't even say that word, right? Athletes going beyond overall ratings to bring Dimensionalize. Thank you. Yeah, blah blah blah. Opta are providing EA Sports with real world data that will give players unique capabilities. So is that almost like just a form of inform? Did you not talk about in the past previously? For like, if somebody scored three goals with a header, their inform boost would all be about heading, and that never materialized. But that's yes. what was meant to happen. Is this just the new version of that? Somebody scores with um, a three headers so their heading is boosted. I think that's what you'll see. I mean, look, again, we, we know so little The devil's in the detail. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I'm, I said I'm hoping it's something that we'll be able to tweak, um, but uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, something we looks like we will be able to tweak, uh, and this is something that people have asked for for quite a long time. I, I've certainly been a fan of this. Is uh, Player evolutions. Now, this says, for the first time ever, you can improve players in your club via Ultimate Team Evolutions, a new way to build your squad around the players you love. Choose players that fit the evolutions criteria, I think that is the key word here, and complete a set of objectives to improve their individual skills, play styles, and overall ratings to keep them competitive, and that's another key word, 
throughout the year. You'll even be able to level up how the player items look with new designs and animated backgrounds, so you can flex on your opponent with your homegrown Evolutions players and all the milestones they've reached for your club. Um, Carl, again, on the surface, this sounds great. I love the idea. Uh, and you can actually do this on um, eFootball at the moment. So in eFootball, you can basically buy any player. So I went and bought all the Reading players and you can just level them up through training. So actually you can have a John Swift, uh, who, at the time anyway, that was suddenly as good or nearly as good. Uh, they, they certainly had, they had caps, so you couldn't make them like 99.99s. But I could get John Swift to a point where he was very competitive with a lot of the best cards in that game. And if FIFA introduced a way for me, you know, as a fan of like a League One club to get a Reading player up to a certain level where I can actually be rocking him in December and have a bit of, you know, he can be my club hero. That to me sounds great. Yeah, that sounds good to me. And certainly as a fan of a League Two club, Notts County, that, yeah, if I can get a Notts County player that's uh, either a bronze at the moment, like they're not they're not highly rated cards. Like if I can get one of them as a as a player that I level up and he's a, you know, a key part of my squad building and fits what I want to do with the game, then absolutely fan, fantastic. I think the again like with the other the other se- section is the devil's in the detail. So I'd want to know a little bit more around what evolution's criteria looks like, and certainly what that what they mean by competitive, because I, sometimes I think our version of competitive is a little bit different from EA's. I was about to say to you, John. You know, looking at the players they hand out in seasons milestones, uh, yeah. I, I, I have some my scepticism. <laughs> I think competitive, well, he won't look out of place, but you're not really wanting him in your first 11, if that makes sense. So you'll do it because it's who you want, Swift or somebody from Notts County. I want somebody from St. Johnston, right? That's it. They're probably never going to be in your 11 if you want to be competitive, but you'll look at them and go, oh, isn't it great to see such a good card? Yeah, and uh, I know. I think this. I think I, I know what's going to uh, be the show title. It is going to be the devils in the detail. Spoiler, but well, actually, it's not a spoiler because <laughs> if you downloaded this, you probably already know it. So, uh, well done, uh, future me. Um, yeah, it's it's the devil in the detail because is it going to be a case of well, you can level your player up by plus two every season, or is it you know, and do they have to start a certain rating? That was the key thing. They said that the, the players that fit the evolution's criteria. What is that criteria? There'll be a cap. There has to be, Dan, because like I think was it somebody put on Twitter, if, it, if it's goal score 500 goals to get, I'm just going to make this up, a plus 10 boost on the card, right? All you'll sit and do is play squad battles on yeah. beginner and score 500 goals in five games. Do you know what I mean? So they won't allow that to happen. So there'll be caps on how fast it can move. They'll have to be careful of the power curve. Um, so, But the difference is, potentially, that guy, if he's good enough, could play a 1,000 games for your club. Do you know what I mean? And still be hovering around your team at tots time if they do it right. Yeah, And that's what you're looking for. You know, there's sometimes it's so disappointing when you've got actually got a club hero and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, pal, I've got to drop you, your SBC heaven now, because... There's no way to upgrade them, so it could be really good. Yeah, yeah, and it's it will be things like, I mean, how many players can you do this with? Um, you know, are you locked into one player for a particular period of time? Are you locked into one player for the game? And are EA going to narrow this field of players down so tightly? Um, because EA, as far as to my memory, anyway, uh, and you two, please feel free to correct me. 
this would be the first time that EA would open up a bit of a wild west because cards are usually tested because you know new cards are released in such small batches. If you opened up a pool of I don't know, let's say a thousand players, it suddenly could turn out that I'm just going to use his name, John Swift, is actually the most OP midfielder in the game because of a, a, whatever the strange combination of stats or some you know like cast some random player from Notts County turns out that actually if you level this guy up to 86 he's the best player on the game and again I sound cynical but I don't trust this fan base this gaming community Kyle not to abuse this and just suddenly <laughs> be like all rocking a uh what was it we had back in the day was it there was like a load of silvers I think that everyone used to rock on one of the early ultimate teams that were just so OP. Yeah. Yeah. So certainly I think people will find a meta and I will get that within the first seven days of early access. I think as well, I, I, I would certainly like to see the variability of what, of what they see as an evolutions player. So for example, if I took a bronze player, does he get faster upgrades than maybe if I took a gold player? from the completing the same objectives. Something that I, I, I would really like to see that because that allows you to have much more flexibility in terms of who you pick. Or is it, or is it going to be a gamble? I, I agree. Or is it going to be like, see when you start your game and you pick your, your, your nation and you get, if you pick your player, like open a pack, will it be a bit like that? Which player do you want to be your legend? Mm. And that's the player you start at the best. That's, you don't get to choose John Swift. You don't get to choose somebody from Notts County. You get to choose one of five players, yeah. and that will yeah. and that will be your legend of your club. Yeah, I, I fear that that is the direction they will go in. I said, I I don't know that EA are going to be so comfortable. I said, opening it up to a scenario where you know suddenly players can be breaking the power curve um, before they want to. I, I don't yeah. think that would. Um, do well for things because of course they're still going to be and this is the thing we have to unfortunately harness in on the fact that this is a business uh, with shareholders and is going to be keen on profits they will not want a way for you to get super meta OP players without massively grinding the game and generally spending money on packs these, I, I, I agree. I agree with, with John. You're going to get a selection of players to choose from, and then go from there. But they're they're always going to feel a step behind, one or two ratings behind each step of the upgrade that they get, because at the end of the day, as you said, Dan, that they want you to go for the new shiny thing. That's going to be a new promo. That's going to be a new card impact. That's going to be an SBC. They're not going to want you to go. Oh, I've got my uh, legend in the club that I'm just going to keep around, and I'm not going to bother engaging with that promo. Of course not, they're a business. So for, for me, I, I think the more we pe- peel this one back, I'm less optimistic about this one now. To kind of wrap it up here, it's all going to be... It, it looks like it's all built roughly on the same game architecture. It's still the Frostbite engine. Yes, we're on Hypermotion 5. But I can't see this game being a fundamental, radical difference. This doesn't look like it's a game... And again, the developers might say otherwise, but this doesn't look like a game that's been built from the ground up. It looks like another game that's been loaded on top of the existing FIFA infrastructure, which has been there for for quite a time. So there are going to be lots of questions. There are going to be changes. I mean, look, if you go back through the history of this game alone, we had the lengthy meta. Now that suddenly disappeared. And the lengthy meta only existed because... 
they had broken dribbling for explosive flayers. They didn't even intend it to happen. It was a mistake. Um, so look, we're going to go through different iterations. The game we get on day one is going to be different from the game on day 30, different from the game on day 90, which is going to be different from the game on day 180. So this will constantly evolve. We'll get lots of pitch notes, I'm sure. EA will be going full throttle to try and convince us to part with our hard-earned money. And actually, that's a good thing because... It, you know, they will hopefully see the fact, okay, we've jacked the prices up. We, we know we've lost our brand name. We're going to have to deliver something big here. I, hopefully they're not going to be in the same lackadaisical, error-ridden um, rut that they got in through various points of FIFA 23. But let's round off this discussion then. Um, let's go for, let's, let's big, let's wheel out the foot in review hypometer. Um, ooh, look at it. Oh, with, oh, what a shame this isn't a video episode this time. You can't see the giant hypermeter that I've just un, you know, unveiled. Um, Kyle, on the hypermeter, with 10 being I'm going to be waiting outside of EA's headquarters in Vancouver, camping out to get the very first copy of the game, and one being I would rather put every single copy of this game on a one-way trip to the sun... <laughs> Where do you sit on the hypermeter? Uh, I think I'm firmly in the middle at the moment. So I, I still I still like the game FIFA. It's a football game. That, that's what I want to play. But as we discussed, that actually how much are they fundamentally changing with the game with the couple of the add-ons that, we, that we've got? So I'm, I'm firmly sticking in the middle. I think I'm roughly about a five. I want okay, to edge my bets. You're a five out of ten. Okay, John, where do you sit on the hypermeter? I would have gone six, but because the shush is back, I'm going to five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to five. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. You're at a five as well. I am at a... I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four. four at the moment, just because the price rise and that differentiation in market is stuck in my craw a little bit. And also... Uh, and I, I won't go into it too much, but I'm at a bit of a stage with FIFA where I'm like, I, I need something to grip me again with this game. And so far, there hasn't been anything that they've announced. And bear in mind, it's the very first thing. There's been nothing that they've announced in this first batch that's really made me go, wow, I can't wait to play this game. To me, this looks more like FIFA 22 version 3. And I've played FIFA 22 now for three years. Um, so well, two years, and do I really want to spend a hundred pounds to play essentially the same game and go through exactly the same cycle? Um, yes, it's it's, it's less <laughs> clear cut. So, um, they've got plenty of time, you know, time away from anything. Uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and um, um, it just kind of leads us into FIFA twenty three chat because um, I'm going to hand the floor over to you two because. I have not played a game on FIFA 23 for about 12 days now. I had a little trip away. And since I've got back, I've, I've just not really wanted to do it. I've I've been logging in at six o'clock. I've had a look at content. I'm obviously still very involved in our Foot in Review Discord. Again, patreon.com forward slash Foot in Review if you want to get involved over there um, and help show your support. Uh, so I'm very active over there. I'm keeping an eye on everything. But because I'm not actually using these players, I've not really been battle testing them out. Uh, my enthusiasm levels for uh, FIFA just as a franchise and EAFC by proxy are quite low at the moment. But gents, I mean, I hand the floor over to you. It's been a week now of the Level Up promo. It's Friday. We've had a new team out. 
is there anything that uh, you want to sort of flag up to our listeners as you should probably go and get this player done or I've been excited about this or I'm keen to try this player? Uh, John, start with you. Um, no, because, <laughs> sorry to say, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> my 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 thought process, guys. Sorry, shouldn't laugh. I was saying this off off pod before we came on live. Right, is I find the start of FIFA always really exciting. A new player makes such a big difference. Every every team's a bit different. And after tots, you open the floodgates, and it's all great player after great player. The power curve just dissolves. Um, I think that even though you were saying, Kyle, it's free to play from about April. I think the player base dilutes. All you've got left is good players on their fourth or fifth road to glory, trying to keep themselves playing the game. For me, I, I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm not really playing the game. So I can't sit. I can't sit here and tell people go do this and go do that. Sorry, Carl. What about what about you? Anybody in this past week, or that you've even just seen on Footbin or something tonight that uh, made you go, ooh? Um, I, I'm I'm in a similar boat to to John really that with the power with the power curve going kind of bit stale though after after tots it's kind of hard to get really interesting new cars that come out. One card I do really like this week in this level up promo is the Atal card. Really quite a decent card. He's 93, 92, 93 rated. But as I, I think we talked off air that. You know, the these cars are you know some of them are actually quite low rated and quite easy to do and I, I'm gonna have a quick look at Atal's um uh, objective but I don't think it's overly too much. I think you can probably do it in one one or two games for, for his sort of objective. And we all know how good uh, a cracks Atal card is. I think we've had a couple uh, this year already, but yeah, certainly that's one I'm looking at. But on the whole, I think I've really scaled back my my FIFA. I'm literally just logging in, as you said, as you said, John, keeping up with the the daily logins, keeping up with uh, uh, the SBC grind um, for the eighty three by twenty fives or the ninety three plus tots pack. But other than that, I'm not playing a huge amount amount of FIFA. I'm um, keeping up with with champs, but that's about it. That's and that's always been the really casual mode for me this year. I'm not really stressed about it. I've got to my 11 wins, sometimes a 14, and I'm not worried about it. Rivals has been way more sweatier for me. I've not not reached the the um, ambition to ca- keep on grinding that. I've not played Rivals in weeks. And yeah, squad battles just ain't just ain't it. That's not me. No, no, no. I agree with that. I would, a prime example would be um, I only had two tradable players on my team. Dalek was one. He was in my team. I sold them for 800 and something K. Blitzed them all on packs. My team is worse. But my fodder is not any good. And I'm not even bothered because that's how engaged I am in the game at the minute. <laughs> but on that, regardless which version of FIFA 24, or sorry, EA Sports 24 I buy, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the start of a, some goal players, getting a new goal player, making a difference. That's where the fun is. It's great up to tots, after tots. For me, the game is ending. Yeah, look, and and we are very much here um, as we're all fans of this game. We've all put in a lot of time and I don't think there's anything wrong with anybody. You know, John was talking about this last week. There is nothing wrong with taking a break and stepping back. But at the same time, also use this time if you are still playing. And John mentioned this last week. 
It's a great time, great discounts on foot coaching at the moment, footcoaching.com for all the information on there. It's a great time to not worry about your results, to try and learn that skill move you've been trying to learn or, or try that tactic out you've been trying or try that different kind of player. Like maybe you've been like, oh, I don't get the best out of a Kevin De Bruyne player all year. Go and try him. See see what he's like if you've still got any coins left or just go just go nuts. And I'm sure we'll have the 85 by 10s out uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Anyway, so people can sort of round out their dream squads. So, you know, please have fun. Please try and treat it as, you know, as casual as you want. Or if you want to stay, you know, like I said, improve your game and stay competitive and stay sharp. And you want to hit the ground running on EAFC 24. Please don't let where we sit on the hype meter either influence you. If you're really excited about this game, absolutely brilliant and amazing. And I think it's fantastic um, I've seen lots of people with positive reactions. I've seen lots of people with negative reactions. Don't let us guide you. What we try and do is we share our opinions. We try and share the information and hopefully allow, you know, give sort of greater context. Um, but at the end of the day, don't let anybody else tell you how to feel. If you are super excited about a particular feature or thing they've announced, live it, you know, get involved and and, and embrace it because you know life's too short and you know enjoy it while it lasts but before we get too philosophical chaps i think we're going to wrap things up um kyle anything for you to add before we go no nothing else uh, to add for me dan enjoyed being on pleasure having you as always the producer the seducer <laughs> the medusa and uh, again that's about the extent of my rhyming knowledge um and john um, just... from you no, just to summarise, look, guys, some people are still playing the game. If you are, enjoy it. It is a game. It's to be enjoyed. It's fun. Keep playing it and get ready for EA Sports 24. Yep. And as I mentioned earlier, lots of people in our Foot and Review Discord still very much actively playing the game. There's still tactical advice being posted. There's player reviews, recommendations. There's Even the trading rooms still see some chatter as well if you're still looking to make some late coins to, to get you over the line. So lots of reasons to join up. Or if you just want to you know, say thank you to the show and, and help us financially, it's super, super appreciated. You know, we talk about the finances you know, of a new game coming up. We, we don't take your support for granted. Um, it, it's not empty words. The, the support that each and every person, each one of our patrons gives. And even the people that we realise that people can't afford it, you know, just those people that have left, left us five-star reviews, that subscribe to the show, that just listen to the show. You're all a fantastic part of our community. We're still going to be here for EAFC 24. I'm still going to be around. John's still going to be around. I, I'm taking it the two of you two are still going to be around. Yep. Obviously. Excellent. You haven't received my email quite yet then. And moving... <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. It's not one of those, it's not one of those twists to end of the show. But look, we've got a, a great range of hosts. We've got big plans for the show coming up. Um, John mentioned we're going to have some, hopefully, some Patreon content going up as well um, to sort of round off FIFA 23 and see us into AFC 24. So lots to look forward to. But only one thing left to do, chaps. I should say as well, show should be back next Friday, as John mentioned in last week's show with John and Ingvi. Go check it out if you haven't already. Uh, we've moved to our summer schedule, so it's kind of once a week at the moment. Um, maybe we'll sort of up it a little bit more as we get more pitch notes and stuff. But I would expect to show next Friday um, in some shape or form. And again, apologies to those of you who do enjoy the video episodes. Um, as John mentioned, he's on holiday, so uh, I've not got the time to video edit. So we'll just have to make do with our dulcet tones, of which we are going to leave you with one final thing. One thing left to do, Carl. Drop it. John. Drop it. We are going to drop it. Drop it. F U T. F U T. 